0: Tired of nagging yourself to get a website for your artistic career already? RadPortfolios.com creates affordable, custom websites for artists. Use our special code HUSTLE for half off your website startup, RadPortfolios.com, so you can get back to getting booked. a great physical metaphor for LA and that everyone knows this big shiny sign and everyone wants to be up there looking over everything, but mm-hmm. you have to get up there. And that's the difficult part. And I thought I could sprint my way mm-hmm. up. I, I ended up just having to walk. So I know what that, how that feels. though, to be like, Oh yeah, there's this thing that I'm trying to get to the top of. And nope, yeah, yeah, yeah. your body's like, we're, we're, we're done. One thing I do want to say, if for, if you
1: get a pull quote, for this episode be sure to use the one you just said right there like I like to use the Hollywood sign as like a metaphor for like dude that was that was primo that was was great that was great
2: hello and welcome to episode 69 of the Hollywood Hustle podcast where we share the stories and struggles of artists climbing the ladder of success and how they survived the city of dreams Los Angeles that's at least what we do sometimes You see, at the beginning of this season, Michael got to sit down with his old childhood friend and former Teen Muscle member, Kel Toradis. When we first started the podcast, Kel was our sound engineer, and we were putting out two episodes a week, and I'm talking two hour plus episodes. He was a beast in the sound editing. Then we moved to one episode a week, and Kel was very excited, and then Kel moved to Japan. So that kind of caused him, not issues, not we nothing, no drama between us, but he just wasn't able to do the work at the time because he was preparing for his move, which we completely understand, and so he went off and started his new life in Japan, and Michael took over sound editing. Michael got to sit down with him, catch up, talk about living in Japan, his entrepreneurial ventures in the past, and growing up together. This week, we returned to that conversation, and we return to an old favorite of the show. In episode three of the show, Michael and I took what was called a How Well Do You Know Your Partner quiz, and it was for us to get to know each other a little better and for you guys to get to know us. Well, Michael and Kel decided to take the same quiz. I think there's some different questions this time. Uh, uh, maybe some of the old questions as well, but Michael and Kel take this quiz and you get a chance to listen to them talk and, and, and joke around as friends and get to know their relationship better and a little bit more about each of them and their history. And it's also a little inspirational. There's definitely some nuggets of inspiration, uh, scattered throughout. So definitely enjoy this episode with Michael and Kel. Now, also at the beginning of this episode, you heard a commercial for RadPortfolios.com. RadPortfolios.com is a great company with some great people that reached out to us to partner with us. Now, they make f- our websites for artists, for actors, for musicians. And it's a, you pay a small startup fee at the beginning, and then it's a monthly fee after that, and they handle everything. You send them new headshots. You send them new reels to put up. Any, any changes you want to your website, they will do it. No hassle. No problem. It's done in minutes. So check them out, radportfolios.com, and use our keyword hustle to get a discount on the startup cost. It's tr- definitely worth your time. It supports us. It supports them. Again, it's a great company, and we're so excited to announce our partnership with them. Now, finally, before we get to the episode, I just want to say we recently found out that Kel got engaged to his longtime girlfriend in Japan. And we are super ecstatic for Kel. Kel, we can't even tell you how happy we are. We're so excited for you two. We we just can't wait to see what the future brings for you guys and and how much I mean how much you guys love each other, support each other. And and I think it's just it's it's amazing. And we're so excited. If you want to give Kel some happy wishes on his engagement, you can find him on Instagram at Kel K-E-L kai kai 707 and you can show him some love so guys no more from me again congratulations cal and now we're going to go to michael and cal and the know your partner quiz take it away michael
0: Welcome back. Thank you so much, Daniel. Uh, everyone, I am back here with my best friend, uh, musician, uh, filmmaker, entrepreneur, world traveler, Kel Kai Torados. How are you, how's it going, Kel? It's going, it's going pretty good. We're, yeah. we're, hang, we're hanging in there, man. Yeah, we're hanging in there. We're actually right now, you know, obviously this happened in act one, but we're kind of doing some like time traveling stuff right now because. Oh, yeah. As of this recording right now, it is 6.52 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So that means it's what time for you?
1: 11.52 tomorrow in the morning for you.
0: Yes. That is because so. Kel's coming to us from Tokyo, Japan. Yeah. And <laughs> as he says with his uh, hand over his mouth. But, uh <laughs> So between Act One and now, uh, there's actually been a couple months between these interviews. So I just wanted to take a moment, uh, Kel, to catch up with you to see how life's going in Japan since we last talked. Uh, Well, uh, life in Japan's been
1: going pretty well. Uh, I've really just been kind of studying my little booty off, (laughs) just really, (laughs) really just trying to make sure that I get a good grasp on the language and everything and I can definitely say there's some huge improvement um since we last talked as far as that little venture's gone. Um mm-hmm. as far as like what's new and what's cooking, I mean, I'm still good looking, but like uh there's
0: uh, Unfortunately, this is a, a an a visual uh platform so well, or just based, or based an, off an audio of my based voice, platform.
1: like people can just kind of put together of how handsome I actually am. Um <laughs> Okay, let's 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 take a step back I don't want to be too conceited at the very beginning of this podcast we could grow into that but for now I oh think they
0: they had an entire act one interview to get a, a taste for that this is true
1: but if you're now tuning into this podcast for the first time yep that's me anyway <laughs> uh no, it's been good everything's yeah. been good I've just honestly I've just been getting keeping my nose in the books um I'm going to start working on my uh, teaching certification, uh, the TESOL, so you can teach English, uh, English as a second language. Because mm-hmm. one of the things I want to do while I'm here in Japan is also uh, teach English.
0: That's that's awesome. And so, besides obviously, you're learning the language so that obviously you can go more into the city and into through the country and fully experience the culture and everything. But in the yeah. meantime, have you and uh, your girlfriend been able to go out in into Tokyo and yeah, and and, and experience the city? Uh, yeah, I mean,
1: so where I live right now, I technically live on the outskirts of Tokyo. Yeah. So every single day of my life, like Monday, at least Monday through Friday, I'm going straight into the heart of Tokyo in Shibuya every single day because uh, that's how because my school is in, in the middle of Tokyo. So mm-hmm. I'm literally going into Tokyo like every single day. Like uh, you, for those of you that don't know what Shibuya is, if you've ever seen any video or photo of Tokyo, Japan, and you see people crossing in a crosswalk and there's just tons of people coming from every direction that's shibuya
2: <laughs> so <laughs> I,
1: I i take a train from where i live to shibuya and then transfer to a train to get to where my school is um mm. but yeah i mean we we go on adventures the funny thing is we do a lot more local stuff like within our immediate community like we'll, we'll go like one station over to what's it's called tama plaza and we'll mm-hmm. just like like i think it was like a weekend or two ago like they were introducing like the technically i'm part of yokohama city which is like the city right next to tokyo um but they were like have doing a, a brief introduction of the yokohama fire department <laughs> so like there was like yokohama yokohama like firemen there and then all of a sudden for whatever reason they started introducing like these university students who are athletes and it's like hey get to know your community <laughs> it was really interesting but me and my girlfriend we're, were always so funny. It's like, oh, we're so local today. I'm like,
0: yeah, we're pretty local. So, <laughs> um, so <yeah>. That's awesome. <laughs> and and so, but I think that's interesting because, you know, you're from Vacaville, California, mm-hmm. like me, up in Northern yeah. California. And you've moved all the way on to, you know, essentially the other side of the planet. Yeah. But many would think that, oh, yeah, that means he's going to go out to the city and all this stuff. But this is also a time to embrace the local Absolutely. culture. Absolutely you don't have as you were just saying you go to in, into tokyo every yeah. single day uh monday through friday that this is your time to explore the outskirts yeah of the it's city. it's
1: really cool to kind of see the you know i live in a very quiet area um but it's the the community out here and just the way things are it's 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 really refreshing honestly believe me i get my taste of the city every single day like my my train ride home I'm, i usually have someone resting their chin on my shoulder <laughs> So just, just to kind of give you an idea. So it's always sardines on the way back. So, but we still go out and go and explore and go on adventures.
0: Fantastic. Because I know the first time in act one, you had been in Japan just yeah. about a month and now almost yeah. three months yeah. out. Is there anything that you're kind of finding about yourself through this experience or, 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 or just you in this new environment? Uh, as far as me in this new environment, like it's weird, like
1: never at any moment did did Tokyo or Japan feel foreign to me, even though it is completely foreign? Like, at, at least from the last time that we talked to now, I find myself kind of appreciating everything and and being I'm, I'm a little bit more at ease than I was. Not that I was like frantic or anything when I first got here, but since I've been studying, like, I'm not going to pretend that like I'm, I'm fluent right now because I'm not. But I find yeah. that with my my studies and everything, I can grasp about 90% of everything that I hear and see.
0: Yeah. That, well, that's key. Being able to understand what everyone else is obviously saying yeah. around you. And I'm, I'm sure that gives you way more insight. I've been trying to learn Spanish uh, since I've been dating Karen and yeah. to speak with her family, where I, I, similar to you, I can understand a lot more than I know how mm-hmm. to speak. It's that uh, initiative of, I have the idea of what I want to say, but how to find the vocabulary yeah. to express yeah, think, that. So
1: boompo—it's Bumpo, it's also, that just means grammar. As far as Bumpo mm-hmm. is concerned, like I understand pretty much how to structure things and what particles to use and whatnot. But I think the biggest thing that lacks is vocabulary. And that's something that I'm trying to build up right now on top of my speaking skills, my uh, ability to read kanji, <laughs> which is completely separate from the regular like. Alphabet that Japan uses, yeah, (laughs) it's it's a lot, but vocab is like (laughs) definitely like I gotta get my I gotta buff up my vocab. That's all there is to it. I think that that goes for any language. Sure, of course.
0: Also, since we last spoke, one of the things that we've been exploring more with our guests uh, is the idea of any routines one does to set themselves up for either success or to have like a positive outlook for the day. Uh, Obviously, you're still adapting to this new environment, but is there anything that you're doing, uh, to set yourself up for success on a day-to-day level?
1: Uh, yeah. Yes. I mean, uh, let me answer that a little bit more confidently. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, one thing that I have been doing, uh, one thing that I've kind of realized recently is that, you know, before, before I left, uh, the States, I was exercising quite frequently, trying Mm -hmm. to work on, Those gains, bro. Trying to get them gains. But uh, I ran for the first time last week. I completely, like, overdid it. Because I wanted to see... I always do that, though. I'm (laughs) kind of dumb when it comes to that. But, like... And I ran probably at least a mile. But then there was a set of stairs, like straight Rocky status. It's like, oh, I got to hit these stairs, right? So, like, I've got the music. I, I'm i preparing myself. I'm psyching myself up. And I've got, like, turn it up. My music, like, super loud on my headphones. And the music goes, it's like, da 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 my body's like yo dude we're done (laughs) and then like my 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 you know i was like running up these stairs so was like two steps at a time and then it turned into like just like any scene that you've ever seen of someone being super confident about what they're doing and then realizing that they can't do it and then the music slows down and it's like and you're like oh
0: damn you know it's all good i actually had a similar moment uh Just a couple weeks ago, uh, it was on my six-year LA anniversary, and I decided as a way to celebrate that I would run up to the Hollywood sign and go by myself because I never do hikes or anything by myself. But I felt like this is a really big milestone. I'll go out by myself. And I got there around 4.50 p.m., and the sun was already starting to set, so I kind of had a goal of like I'm going to be there at the sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before the sun sets, I start picking up my pace, and then I start running, and then you know get some uh, passerby who are coming from the trail, seeing me running. They're like, "Oh, you're gonna run up there, Uh, huh? Well, good luck." Thanks, guy. uh, (laughs) Thanks, guy. I got it, but I should have heeded their advice because I I don't think did you ever go up to the Hollywood sign while you were here in L.A.
1: Uh, no, I've never, I've never made it up there
0: before. It's, it can be very steep. And the way I kind of think about it's like a great physical metaphor for LA and that everyone knows this big shiny sign and everyone wants to be up there looking over everything, Mm -hmm. but you have to get up there and that's the difficult part. And I thought I could sprint my way Mm up and I was doing that for maybe 10 minutes. And then my ankle was like, Nope, we're not going to run at full pace anymore. And yeah, yeah. so I would, uh, I, I ended up just having to walk. So I know what that, how that feels though to be like, oh yeah, there's this thing that I'm trying to get to the top of, and nope, yeah, yeah, yeah. your body's like, we're we're done. One thing I do want to say, if for if you get a pull quote
1: for this episode, be sure to use the one that you just said right there. Like I like to use the Hollywood sign as like a metaphor for like, dude, that was that was primo. <laughs> that was that was great. <laughs> that was great.
0: Thank you. All right, so everyone, we just caught up with Kel. Now, as a way to celebrate uh, being, having this be like a Team Hustle episode, uh, one of the things that you, Kel, are very aware of is that Daniel and I like to play games with yeah. our Team Hustle episodes. All the games. And so we decided to take this all the way back to our first Team Hustle game. That was okay. episode four, and we did the How Well Do You Know Your Partner quiz. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember, so-
1: edi- I remember editing
0: that episode. <laughs> <laughs> that was... But I, I remember l- editing it, but I don't remember your answers, so... <laughs> the, well, that's key, that's key. Uh, yeah. I can't believe it, episode four feels like 10 years ago now. For our listeners, I have sent Kel this list of questions, hey. and we have each prepared answers of what we think the other person would say. Thus, mm-hmm. the how well do you know your partner quiz. Kel, you and I will exchange on... uh who asks the question and who takes the lead on it? Sure. Since I'm the host of this episode, I'll go ahead and ask the first question, and so Kel will say what he how he thinks. I will answer okay. the question, and then I'll share how Kel would answer the question, mm-hmm. and then we'll reveal what our real answers obviously are. Okay. So, all that being said, yes. Kel, are you ready uh, to see how well you know me?
1: I'm ready. How do you mean, muscle? Yeah,
0: let's go. Let's go. <laughs> all right here we go our first question what's your partner's least favorite body part
1: all right so there's a huge question mark on this but i put
0: feet (laughs) (laughs) feet uh actually actually i'm uh i'm pretty proud of my feet like i've always i've always thought about it like i have hobbit feet and obviously you and i are big lord of the Rings fans so yeah so I'm, i'm pretty cool with my feet uh I'll I'll share my my real answer in just a moment. How I thought you would answer this question because I feel like you're a really confident guy. For sure. But I would say if there was a potty part of you that you would wish you could improve, it would be your back.
2: Ooh!
1: You nailed it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You nailed yes. it. I got a point. Yeah. I got a point. Awesome. Yeah. Because I think because of all the years you spent doing uh, marching band, drumline, and mm-hmm. uh, middle school and high school, I thought maybe your back could you could have possibly gotten back issues from that so and it's you were just saying just a couple of minutes ago about uh bringing stretching back into your life so yeah like like don't get me wrong like my back's pretty like if i flex like my back is pretty
1: impressive but like, I'm, I'm just saying like okay like it's a double-edged sword okay like my back my back is yoked the price you have to pay for looking so perfect i mean now now yeah my, <laughs> my back is yoked out but but um but I do have a hunch though. And I've been working like, it's really hard for me to work on my posture. Wow, man, I'm going to yeah. just completely bomb this whole entire quiz. Uh,
0: you, you, <laughs> you nailed that. My answer isn't uh, my back though. I've been trying to work on my back posture as well. I having a desk job uh, during the week, I've spent so much time just leaning over my desk that my posture is just completely not so great. Uh uh-huh. The answer that I put for myself was my knees. Your knees. Yeah, because okay. I don't know if you remember, but uh, the way my knees are, there's a tendon that's supposed to go from underneath uh, your knee bone and connect underneath your tibia, whereas okay. my tendon fused on top. so It creates this like uncomfortable uh, extra bump just below my kneecap. And so it makes me feel really uncomfortable when I'm like sitting on my knees okay, longer okay. than a couple minutes. I, I can't do that.
1: Interesting. Um, it was funny when you said, do you remember my knees? I was just like sitting there trying to remember all the times you wore shorts. I mean,
0: I've got some <laughs> great knees. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, hmm. yeah. I, to be honest with you, man, I would have never guessed that. So um, fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: all right. So one point to me, Kel. Wait, there's a, there's a point system with this. Oh, oh! There, it's a game, my okay. friend. Are you keeping track, sir? Yes, I am. Okay, because all right, for sure. <laughs> okay, all so- right, Kel. Uh, take it away for our next question. Okay,
2: when
1: your partner was a child, what did they want to be when they grew up?
0: I th- I figured you would answer a musician in some rock band, a fusion of Weird Al Yankovic meets Jimi Hendrix.
1: Fair. Hmm. Mm-hmm-hmm.
0: I don't know what that sound is,
1: but yeah. Um. Okay. It's just like a two-parter. I put actor because ever, ever, since I've known you, you've just been a really amazing actor and then Superman. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. Cause like you would always wear like Superman shirts and stuff like that. So
0: I still do to this day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. So that's what I put for you.
0: Yeah. So what did you, what did you put for yourself? So for myself, I said, I always wanted to be an actor. Okay. So that point part. to Kel. And then I said, if anything, I wanted to be Roan Actinson or Robin Williams mm. when I grew up. Ah. Uh, Roan Actinson being Mr. Bean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I, I grew up just watching those all the time. But, oh, man, I so badly did want to be Superman, but I didn't have it written down. Okay. Well, that's, so, fine,
1: but, but the thing is, is my, my second part of that answer dug deeper within yourself beyond the surface, like the n- other 90% of the icebergs, I think I should get a little extra point there, but that's up for, okay. for you. this is your game. You know. This is my game. I'll give that one to you. For sure. You
0: you made me have like a mind blowing experience. Yeah, just then, so. I,
1: it's like, you're laying down on the couch, the leather couch. And I'm like, so how does that make you feel? Anyway. Um,
0: <laughs> and then what did you, for uh, for you, uh, what did so, you want to be?
1: Uh, the funny thing is, is that the the musician thing, like, n- not ever. To be honest, like, I never wanted that to be like a career. Sure, but it was something that I loved.
0: Mm. You know. Yeah.
1: Um, but you're, so you're not wrong, <laughs> but I am wrong. <laughs> At a young age, like, uh, like when I met you, like, I don't know. I really enjoyed making movies, so I always wanted to be a filmmaker. Um, I almost but, put that. I almost put that. But 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 deep down, but deep down, like, I really wanted to be like an X-wing pilot.
0: An X-Wing pilot? Oh, from like Star Wars? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to be an X-Wing pilot.
0: Right on. All of a sudden, in just a matter of a one question, Kel is in the lead. Uh, two mm. points to my one point. But yeah, I'm definitely in the lead right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, for our next question, we have name a country your partner would love to visit. All right. All right. And so, Kel, for you, I said Japan because okay. you now live there. Sure, sure. And I know you've always wanted to go to Japan. Uh, but besides yes. Japan, I thought you would like to go back to Germany now as adult Kel
1: 2.0. Mm, mm, mm. You know that's that's a really really good that's a really good answer. Uh, the funny thing is as I thought about that, I would love to go back to Germany, like hands down for sure. Um, but I've already been to Germany. So yeah. You know, my yeah, my my idea is uh I well, I guess let me go into what I wrote down for myself. Yeah, then. of course. Anyway, I put down England and Scotland. Yeah, it's the I've always wanted. It's the United Kingdom. Yeah. United Kingdom. I've always wanted to go there, but I would That's love to go back. Weird. To Germany. I thought you had already to,
0: been over there, huh?
1: No, I've never been there before. Wow. I would love to go. You would love Germany, it, man. But I would also love to go back to Germany now too, because I I think the amount of time that I spent in Germany because. Uh, that was in 2006. I was like 16. Mm-hmm. Oop, I'm dating myself. I'm dating myself. Um, like, yeah. So, I would love to experience Germany as an adult. Absolutely, it's a really good answer, actually.
0: But uh, it's I'm gonna not give you half
1: point on that one. Okay,
0: I'll get. A, I'll take the half point. I'll give you
1: half point on that one. Okay, because I didn't write that down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, what yeah. do you think? How do? You, where do you think I want to go?
1: Uh, I wrote down New Zealand. <laughs>
0: Th- that is correct. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Because, uh, and I'll just kind of go into wh- my answer. is New Zealand to visit the sites where Peter Jackson filmed Lord of the Rings and just to see Absolutely. all of the beautiful nature. So,
1: yeah, man. Yeah.
0: You, you hit it. Uh, yeah. I'm Because, like, I mean,
1: that's the first thing I thought about. And uh, I know one of our good friends, too. Uh, shout out to Casey. Uh, Casey she just Reagan. Got back from... She just got back from New Zealand and mm-hmm. seeing the pictures that she took
0: there. I was like, ah, oh.
1: like AKA style, Whenever you want to go to New Zealand, we got to go to New Zealand together.
0: Yes, absolutely. Our listeners probably already know this, but we are big Lord of the Rings fans. Like Huge. That, it's, it's funny to say, but that was my star Wars. If that mm. makes sense. Like, uh, OG star Wars fans who were there when those movies came out in theaters originally. That's yeah. how I feel about Lord of the Rings.
1: Yeah. Uh, I had the same exact fascination, but obviously Star Wars was a little bit closer to my heart. But Lord of the Rings was something that I was able to share with you, and I think that was really cool when we were growing up, just being able to share Lord of the Rings together, and then going to like the Scottish Games out yeah. in the Bay Area, and then seeing all like the like we we'd buy like these these fifty dollar like swords of like oh my God it's Aragorn's Ranger sword look I've got Gandalf's Glamdring whatever it's called yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. you
0: know what I'm talking about yeah, but yeah no fine. no I still have that sword. <laughs>
1: Yeah, me too. It's back in the States. I couldn't bring it with me for
0: obvious reasons, so. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. All right, awesome. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go on to the next question.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for question number four. Did your partner, oh, uh, I, I got points on this already, baby. Yeah. Uh, did your partner have a nickname as a child? What was it? Bonus point, did they like the nickname and why? So... <laughs> Your nickname is Stuh. I mean, come on. I, I yeah. literally just said it in the last section. Yeah. It, I was
0: just about to say, like, you already said it, but.
1: So I literally put down, like, so it's like, all right, nickname. I was like, and for everything that, like, for all of these answers, like, for all these questions, I didn't put you as what, what I thought, Michael, I didn't put Michael dash what I think your answer is. I put Stuh for every single one. <laughs> just want to, to throw that out there. Awesome. So for stuh, I literally wrote Stuh dash. Or, like, what the answer is going to be. And then it's stuh. And then <laughs> slash, hell yeah, he liked it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously. Uh, now, do you know why I might like it? Like, what would uh, the, your answer be for that bonus point? Uh, I mean, the reason
1: that you liked it, I don't know if there's an actual reason. I know it was short for like Mike Sta. And stuff like that, and that was something that your older brothers used to call you, John and mm-hmm. David. They just ever since I've known you, and ever since I've seen you interact with them, they've always called you that.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's definitely uh, actually my dad was the one to come up with it because oh. I guess when I was when I was a baby, uh, when he would try and rock me to sleep or whatever, he would always mm-hmm. used to sing like "Who do you think you are, Mister Mikesta?" Oh, yeah, and like my brothers took that name and just shortened it to Stu. So, mm. yeah, the the people that I love and that are so close and dear to my life call me stuff. Mm. And Kel is obviously one of those. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then for you, Kel dash Kel is his nickname. Technically, it's his second middle name. His real first name is, and I'm going to share this with yeah. everyone, with yeah. the world, is Warner. Yeah. Yeah. And bonus point, he hates his first name, which is why he goes by his middle name.
1: You're absolutely right. i I, I never had a nickname. i had a, I never had a nickname because people had a choice of three first names because you can't have a middle name if you have an even amount of names, including your last name. Does that make sense? Right? yeah, so, so my my full name is Warner Kel, Kai. And those are all separate names. So exactly. My grandma used to call me Kai. My aunt, uh, my only aunt used to call me uh, Warner and then everybody else, including my
0: parents called me Kel. And then some, yeah. some people would call me Kel Kai. Um, I'm trying to remember when I first found out that your name was Warner. I don't know, but you probably th- made some reference to that production company or something. So, yeah. or <laughs> well, I think it was, was, was just, a, <laughs> a, it was one of those things of like, wait, how do I not know what your actual name is? I think we were, we had been friends for like three or four years at that point.
1: That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. The funny thing is, though, uh, in my Japanese in my Japanese class right now, uh, be, because they just went off of because you have to put like your actual name and everything because you're signing all these legal documents and getting your visa and whatnot. So in my school's like database, you know, my name is you know Warner Kel Kai Torados. Of course. Um, yeah. But you know, uh, I haven't corrected them yet. But yeah, everyone just they call me Warner, but but they say Wana. <laughs> wow. yeah I don't ah uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's fine. I'm actually I like I like my, I like my first name now I like Warner now uh, my, my my girlfriend it's very dignified, uh, actually calls me Warner a lot, and does she? yeah, and I think she's actually made me like my first name uh, a little bit more than I used to since the last time we
0: talked. So. Oh, that's beautiful, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought so. <laughs> that's actually that's actually really touching.
1: Yeah, it's it's a little bit deep. Like I might well, cry. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so let me just tally it up right yeah, now. No,
1: it's good. It's good. You know, you you You're gonna tally up right now. Just just make sure you're recording it, man. Because I thought this was just a friendly thing, but now it's a game, and someone's got to win. So
0: Cal's K- still leading, uh, four points to three and a half. Oh, woo! that's where we're at right now. So now moving on to the next question: What's your partner's yeah. least favorite housework task okay so for you i Great. said washing the dishes
1: <laughs> um no dang it <laughs> uh okay okay to be fair to be fair uh that was my my second least favorite okay that's my second least favorite um, what's
0: your least least favorite
1: and i think this can vary from household to household so it it wasn't necessarily what you would you know like I don't think you could mark this down because it doesn't apply to. So when I was living back at home with my with my family, uh one of the chores that I had to do was clean the cat box.
0: Oh, I know that task.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's we're not going to go too deep into it. <laughs> into the into the uh,
0: details. <laughs> to the
1: details. But yeah, I just I I don't like <laughs> cleaning the cat box I, I i have to do it but like it's it's i have a very very weak stomach fair so like the slightest smell of just anything just messes me yeah up. so yeah I, so like the whole entire time i i clean i clean a cat box it's just
0: <laughs> you know so <laughs> like i said you're good every time we <laughs> I, I didn't even think about pets when it comes in relation to Housework check. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't get that one. What did you think for me? Uh, dishes. <laughs> and <laughs> while I do hate the dishes, and Anna Karen uh, always gets mad at me for like, I'm the type of guy that's like, when I'm done with something, I'll put it by the sink or in the sink. I will wash it, just not like mm-hmm. immediately.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But that's not my least favorite. My least favorite is laundry. Mm. I just hate the amount of time that it takes out of my day because Uh, it it can take anywhere from an hour and a half to three hours of just constant mm. like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I just, I, I try to be productive during that time. But because the time cycles and everything, I'm always finally just starting to get into what I'm trying to work on. And then I have to go do the laundry. So neither of us got a point that
1: round. Yep. That that's that's totally fine. We've got quite a few left. Yes.
0: Let's let's
1: rack on them points, baby. Outside of their underlined career. Sorry, that's just how it's written. Yeah. Outside of their career, what's something your partner considers himself naturally talented at? I don't know if this is cheating, because I do remember, I think I remember what you said. Well, whatever. I mean this was this was my honest just opinion also but I mm-hmm. added something else in there too, just kind of mix it up. So the obvious one for me okay. was like, you're really good at impressions. You know, that's, that's <laughs> just an obvious one for me. Yeah. You're really good at impressions, but I think something that supersedes that is your compassion.
0: Mm.
1: I do think that that's a talent. Uh, I mean, obviously that comes from like the bottom of your heart and like your soul or whatever, but being able to connect with an individual, say when their walls are completely down or when someone's weak, or you're comforting someone, in like the, the moment or, like could be the worst moment of their life. I think not everybody is good at that. Not everybody feels comfortable doing that. Um, mm. But any time that I've been in my life where you've been there for me, whether you know ups and downs, uh, you know that kind of stuff, yeah, you're very compassionate. And I think it takes a special person to be able to do that. I mean, you can call that a talent if you want, or a trait. Uh, either way, awesome. but that's what I put. <laughs> Oh, thank you, man. Yeah. That is But don't forget uh, impressions that... too. Impressions. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, yeah. You, you definitely got that point. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. uh actually I remember that was my answer uh in episode four was I felt like I was good at impressions, but then I was like, Oh, that's too related to my career. But thank you though so much for those kind words. It's yeah. um, I feel like as an actor, you have to be compassionate. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's, I, I, in some ways. I, yeah,
1: I mean, I think I, I think I think that comes down to every individual, though. I don't I don't I don't think that's a requirement as an actor, but maybe that's a. Re- and once again, this is all based on perception and how people perceive mm-hmm. you know other people. But at least for me, I think to be a good actor, you have to have compassion.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what I put for myself, um, something that I I am proud about is my work ethic. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you got,
1: yeah, you got the, that you got that nailed that, down
0: for sure. <laughs> you know, I I finish what I start and it's, you know, whether it was Julius Caesar I will uh when you started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it's something that I've always like, even when I was in high school and doing AP US history, I would always write out by hand my essays and then I would type them up because I wanted to I don't know. Make sure that it was the best written thing. I I, I don't know, but that's something I've always been proud of. That yeah. I'm not someone who just says something like, "Oh, I have this idea that I'm going to do," but then never act on yeah. it. And for you, uh, it's funny that you say compassion because I also say the same thing for you. I say Kel is wonderful at supporting others, whether it's working in a team and creative dynamic mm-hmm. or as a friend helping you through the lows or the Mm. highs or finding a solution. Kel will always be there for the people he loves and respects and will always put them Mm. first. Mm. Uh, And that's one of the things that that I just love about you and our friendship is that we have seen each other through the highest of highs, lowest of lows, but whenever we've spoken and stuff, it can sometimes there's been time distance between us, but no matter what, you're always there and you're always present and you just listen and you're just you're just a really best friend that's, boy. Like, that's the best my way to boy. put it yeah no absolutely yeah. i
1: appreciate that man i mean like i said the same thing goes for you we, that's interesting that you put that um i'm going to give you that point for sure like definitely Sweet. i mean my answer like <laughs> my answer for you was pretty deep but my answer myself was kind of shallow and obvious i just put down music but i was also just trying to finish this so we could get started uh but 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 Fair. but no Fair. no you got that point that's for sure. So give yourself okay. a pat on the back because I can't physically do that for you right now. There it is. <laughs> okay. <Done. cool. laughs>
0: uh. Hey guys, it's Michael. Just dropping in real quick to talk to you a little bit more about radportfolios.com. If you're an actor, a musician, comedian, world traveler wanting to document your experiences. Shouldn't you be focusing more on the art instead of building a website? Skip the hassle and frustration of a do-it-yourself site. They're clunky to use, and your website will inevitably look just like everybody else's. Shouldn't your website look like you? Shouldn't it feel like your art? Well, that's where RadPortfolios.com comes in. And currently, they are offering our listeners half off of their website with the setup code HUSTLE, done-for-you, affordable websites for actors and artists just like you. And even better, they keep managing the site. So when you book a role or if you're working on something else or you're traveling to a new country, you just let them know and they add it to your website. No passwords to remember, no new software to learn. And the best part, you can stop nagging yourself to get that site put together. And again, that's radportfolios.com. Now let's get back to our team hustle with Kel Torano's. Do uh, you want to take this next one? Of course. What is
1: your partner's favorite flavor of ice cream? Ooh. So, I don't know. I kind of went milly vanilla on this one because I honestly have no idea what <laughs> your favorite flavor of ice cream is. I just put vanilla.
0: Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh. If it were French vanilla, I would maybe consider it. But it's um,
1: not, so you're not going to.
0: So no, it's not. Uh, it's mint chocolate chip. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would you put for me? Would you put for me? I honestly wasn't sure about this one either. Would you? Put but it? I was like, you know what though? Huh. Kel walked into like a Cold Stone. Uh. What would he get? And I was thinking cookie dough. So you put cookie dough. Yeah.
1: Now, if it was peanut butter cookie dough, I might have considered. But my favorite is mint chocolate chip. (laughs) What?
0: What? Yeah, dude, mint chocolate chip, bro. (laughs) Oh, my God. Everyone who I like, no one understands the... Like yeah, love I have for mid chocolate chip ice cream, I so, love it. So check me
1: out though, check me out. Yeah, yeah, I love it too. So whenever you go to like Cold Stone and stuff like that, I mean, there's all these other things that tantalize you. So of course you can get like cookie dough. Or, like the one thing that I get is like that super peanut butter, like stop your heart and you're not gonna boot for three days, like ice cream. You know what I'm talking about? There's <laughs> yeah. like, Reese's and like scoop of peanut butter. Oh, do you want the spoon that we scooped out the peanut butter with? I'm like hell yeah, put that in there. Um, but but uh, if you've ever been, if you remember any of the the cakes that I'd have at my birthdays, it'd always be ice cream cakes. Yeah. They'd always be mint chocolate right. chip ice cream cakes. Yeah. Mint chocolate chip, Gosh. baby. Well, I'm glad we both well, these, failed that.
0: I, me too. And but it was the same answer. Yeah. For each. But I'm
1: glad that we realized that we have the same taste when it comes to frozen milk products. So. <laughs> cool. Now. Okay. Ooh, this is going to be fun. What type of music does your partner like? What's a musical taste they have that most people won't know they enjoy?
0: All right, so this is a two point contender here. That's a two pointer, huh? Yeah, we could get a two pointer. So okay. if the what you could get a point if you get the correct music, and then another point if you get the what they wouldn't expect.
1: Well, I know, I know you're all over the place, um, <laughs> but I narrowed it down to classic rock and alternative rock, and that puts in like when I say alternative rock, it's like Audio Slave, Perfect Circle, um, sure, you know, all that, all that kind of stuff. Um, okay. So I'm pretty sure I nailed the first part. Oh yeah, you definitely got that. Um, the second part, um, I feel like I might not get this one right because I would also say that I I feel like you enjoy listening to what I wrote down was like, enjoys Weird Al, whether or not, and I don't know if that's what you put. So that's what I wrote down, but I would also mm-hmm. have said that you enjoy listening to soundtracks of movies, like uh, or- orchestral oh, yeah. compositions and whatnot. I
0: I really am learning like, I've always loved uh, scores, and I think that's thanks to John Williams and uh, mm-hmm. oh, uh, How- Howard Shore uh, was the composer for Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Those trilogies just have a phenomenal score. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not the answer I wrote down for uh, what you wouldn't expect, uh, though that is a really good one. Um, for music that I like, I did write classic rock, uh, blues folk rock, rap, musicals, ska, industrial. So that all I feel like falls under industrial or alternative rock you said? Kind of,
1: yeah. I mean, ska's like uh, yeah, okay, we're not going to we're not going to have a debate about this. But but yeah, but yeah, yes. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Sure. I got <laughs> but, that right. But no. That? I got that right. Definitely right. definitely like Linkin Park, Audio Slave as well. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. What you wouldn't expect mm-hmm. and this is something I didn't expect mm-hmm. until, you know, through the course of my relationship with Anna Karen, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. and this isn't this isn't generalizing or anything, but do you like mariachi music?
0: No, Oh, darn and it. she hates I mariachi, mariachi music, music. But anyway, go on. but really, really enjoy Spanish rock, Spanish rock, like Interesting. check out check out Juanes, uh, J U A N E S, okay, Juanes, really, yeah, Juanes, it's actually just like really catchy. Music like he was really big in the '90s, and he's been doing music throughout the 2000s and stuff, and just really good. And Karen will translate to me for me like what's the songs that he's trying to sing and stuff. But I'm actually gonna try and learn this song for her mom because mm. her mom really likes is and a lot of Spanish rock. Oh, La Camisa Negra. Okay, which is. So I'm not, uh, so
1: not going to try and you know dictate that. I'm like, oh yeah, let me just write that down. Why don't you just why don't you just text me the?
0: <laughs> yeah, you know. I'll I'll share that with you via Spotify or something. But like I basically he talks about how his soul is black like his shirt mm-hmm. um, because this woman broke up with his heart uh, broke up with him. So sure, it's, but the musically and everything, it's it's really nice. And as someone who is trying to learn a different language, I find it very beneficial to listen to music and listen to stories and stuff in that language, yeah. I might not get any of it, yeah. but at least if I can just start hearing it more, it helps me out. I, I, um, I completely
1: agree with you real quick. I want to elaborate on that. Uh, there's, you yeah. know, I've always, and I don't know if this is going into your answer, but I've always enjoyed Japanese music ever since, uh, you know, just in general, ever mm-hmm. since I was uh, you know, growing up. Um, but listening to some of the songs now, I'm very surprised. Like, huh, this song that I thought was like super intense and super hardcore. They're literally just talking about fish. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's but but, but yeah. it's really cool. It's just like, oh, but, but that's awesome. I know exactly what's going on. You know? Like, it's, it's pretty funny. Exactly. <laughs> it's
0: like,
1: there's this Man. one song, like, you listen to it. It's like super, I'll, I'll send you a link to it later. But you listen to it. It's like, oh, it's super yes. hardcore. It's really, it's a really catchy song. But it's like, yeah, they're literally just talking about
0: Japanese food. So, and, and how it's the number one in the world. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's something I didn't expect. I, I didn't even think to put uh, Japanese music. Well, that's fine. But that's uh, fine. So it might get dinged there. Well, um, what, what, what would you, would you put for me? I put for you, kind of like me, your taste, your taste in music is all over the place. You yeah. love blues, classic rock. Uh, I put heavy rock. Mm-hmm. Um, I even put rap and yeah. anything with heavy bass. Mm. Um, and for the wouldn't expect, I put Weird Al.
1: Oh, that's interesting. We both put Weird Al.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, because I'm just trying to think like person on the street, like runs into Warner, Kel-Kai Torados. Is he going to, what's the music that you would think that he wouldn't listen to? And I w- I just thought Weird Al.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think, okay. So I didn't put Weird Al for myself. I didn't put Weird Al for myself. Okay. Um, But, you know, once again, I think we both at least definitely get one point each. This is a two-pointer. Oh, yeah. We, we
0: we, yeah, because we, yeah, this is a two-pointer. So we each we guess the each. type of music that we um, like.
1: But as far as like, because I mean, I literally listen to everything except for country. I just, I can't, I can't. Same I here. Can't do country. Sorry. Sorry, it, sorry. It y'all. doesn't connect with me either. I can't do country. <laughs> I, the, what I put down, okay, this is a two-parter for what is not expected. I really enjoy old the old older songs like Louis Armstrong and Ella Fitzgerald uh Frank-, mm. Frank Sinatra. um you know the rat pack all those things like those things just those t- you know d martin those things like hit me at my core i love those and i love singing those things and the thing i like about it too is it's all it's people singing over big band compositions So you got like kind of that jazzy kind of like upbeat sure you know, feel to it and i love jazz and i play jazz and you know, i love blues and it it's all...
0: interesting how how that's not around that much no. anymore like you get the michael bublaze or adele yeah but uh but, but those but in terms of like an orchestra Yo, but check you.
1: me out though uh seth mcfarlane you know the guy that uh, does uh if you ever listen to his family to albums i haven't you need to look it up look it up on spotify type in seth mcfarlane his most recent album is pretty phenomenal the, the the last song on on that CD it's a bonus track it's a, a sub, it's a, my my Buick my love and I and it's so it's so good but he does the big band like Frank Sinatra style singing and it's and it's sure. it's fantastic
0: I know because I, I know that he sings like he is one of the reasons why Family Guy I think is so successful is yeah. how musical it can be
1: so yeah so he has so he has the big band stuff um in the back mm-hmm.
0: of that it's that's phenomenal
1: uh nice my recommendation
0: um uh, oh wait let me write that one down
1: (laughs) (laughs) um but then the other but then like the other thing that uh you you did kind of put because you said something with heavy bass i like really really grimy completely uncomfortable go throw up in a garbage can because you're in the middle of like godzilla's butt like dubstep you know what i mean just like <laughs> like really just like super uncomfortable grimy just like you don't know what to do with yourself except like hit your head on a wall like i yeah I, I love that kind of stuff it, yeah it's just
0: ugh. uh wh- whenever i think of dubstep i think it's it would be the sound of robots playing music if robots could play music or something all
1: right so let's let's move on to the next one shall we yes so we both get all one right. point for that yes okay yes we do cool cool
0: all right, so now uh we are at what does your partner typically look forward to uh about the weekend? Okay, and for you, Kel, I said spending time with Mamina <laughs> and checking out the like Japan with her.
1: Mm, for sure. Uh yeah, I mean you nailed it. You you got that right. okay so, good well cuz I
0: know she's in the room with you yeah. and I think it would be bad for you to that wasn't yeah. the right answer. So No,
1: for sure. Uh, I mean, she can't necessarily hear what she's saying, but I'll repeat the question. But yeah, for the question 14 of what I look forward to the most for my weekends is to spend time with Mamina. Yes, that's that's mm-hmm. uh she just she just looked at me. She was like
0: <laughs>
1: And there's like looked at me just like, "Oh." Yeah, Aww. so that's so that's what I definitely put. I put that. Um, yeah. Secretly, also put uh, play video games. But yeah, and she just Fair gave enough. me the completely opposite look just now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I do. I do look into. I do look forward to that. Um. And yeah, I for you, I put spending time with Karen. Oh no! What? That's no. A I'm lie. kidding.
0: <laughs> that no. That's a lie. Yeah. Uh, that's the time that I look forward to the most. And yeah. there's times where with you know, all the projects and stuff that sometimes go on, I might not be able to get to that time, mm-hmm. but I fight so hard to make my schedule clear to make sure that we have time. Cause yeah. like, I, I don't know about you, but for me, it's just like in this city and everything mm-hmm. I would not, I don't know if I would be able to keep going if I didn't have someone like, Same. like her to be my partner, to, to keep me grounded.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Mamina, Mamina really supports me and really helps me out both emotionally and, you know, everything. So it's, it's, it's nice to be able to, to come home in a foreign country after a very long day and know that I can just be myself and be comfortable, you know, and not have to worry yeah. about anything. Um, yeah. Uh, cool. Well, aren't we, nice. aren't we amazing
0: boyfriends? So oh, yes, we are. <laughs> All right. So we're getting, we, we only have three questions questions left. left. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So uh, take it away with this next one.
1: All right. (laughs) Who is someone your partner considers to be a mentor who has been a strong positive influence on the professional development? So this one, this one was kind of hard for me to put for you, Mm -hmm. Um, at least early on and kind of what kind of got you. I mean, once again, I don't know if you're, your conquest to become the actor or the, you know, whatever you're trying to accomplish today began with this, but I would have liked to think that at least your mentor at one point, or at least someone you looked up to was uh, Dave.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, I put Dave. that's one of the names I, I have down for me. Uh, Dave for our listeners is one of my older brothers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I put Dave.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I've got him and be- and he was also my answer for the last time I played this game mm-hmm. uh, just because I don't know if I would have gotten into acting had it not been for my brother asking me to play dress up. Yeah. All those many, many, many years ago and teaching me how to play and how to really utilize my imagination. Yeah. It, it, Dave started everything for me. It's some of the characters that, you know, I quote unquote created um, mm-hmm. were really riffs on other characters that he started. Yeah. And stuff. So, yeah, there would not be a me without him. For sure. Uh, And then I also added, uh, because there is that uh, professional development as well. Yes. You know, and and it's not just because he, you know, invited me to work on this podcast with him, but I did also say Daniel. Oh, because Oh, hey. But just because he is always pushing me towards my creative aspirations and and goals that I'm trying to set out for. for. So for sure. Yeah. You, you definitely got, definitely got that one. Um, For you, Mm -hmm. this was also a really hard one because Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just like, what phase of your life do I say? That's the thing. It's like really, really
1: hard to like, even for myself, like, uh, yeah, but go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. But so for me, I thought like, okay, Kel now who is his mentor or, his his muse for now. Mm. And I put Mamina because uh, she's the love of your life Mm. and was not the reason, but the call to action for you to finally take that leap to this country that you've always wanted to be in. So Um, not that you, mm. she was the reason that you moved out there because you've always wanted to move, but she was that awakening of like, yes, I'll finally go. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's a fantastic answer. I think, uh, I didn't really give myself a solid answer on that i would i would definitely i'll give you that point for sure i'll give you that point i'll give you that point now that i think about it that i mean you've always been a big influence on my life too but there's there's two people that uh at least uh in the past three years that have been really helpful for me too professionally uh i would say my friend i don't know if uh you remember ryan ryan matthews ryan uh, he lived in the same apartment with me. Yeah. Uh, in yes, Beach, yes. uh, not the same mm-hmm. apartment, but the yeah. same apartment complex. Um, so Ryan Matthew, Ryan was the one that really gave me, uh, showed me what real hard work was and what it meant to be, to be able to, uh, succeed and how to accomplish things. And he helped me get in mm-hmm. the, the job that brought me to, um, Southern California where, that same job that we talked about uh, in the first interview or, Oh, we're working right next to each other. And it's been like this for four or five months and we didn't even realize, uh, yeah, that job.
2: Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> so professionally, I would definitely say um, Ryan, shout out to Ryan. He, he definitely mm. helped me out a lot. And then just mentor in general, especially uh, in the past two or three years. Also uh, my friend, Peter, um, you know, once again, you're, you're up there too. You're up there too, but like immediate, you know, immediate, you know, right.
0: It's all good, man.
1: Right there with me. My, my, my buddy, Peter, for sure. uh, helped me out at a time. I didn't know who I was anymore and kind of helped me work through these very, very complex uh, emotions that I had never felt before. Um, And, you know, he's one of my mm-hmm. best friends. And uh, if it wasn't for, I found him challenging the way my thought process worked in that moment, whether emotions would influence my answer or not. And he would challenge that. And he helped me expand the way I would think about things beyond what my perception is within that immediate moment. And he also, he also is the whole reason why I kind of pursued Mamina a little bit too, to be honest. Yeah. Cause I was like, Oh man, I don't know. Should I do this? Uh, It's like, I've never met her before. You know, this, you know, no, no. He was like, he's like, fool you know what you want. I'm like, yeah. He's like, so what are you gonna do about it? I'm like, (laughs) yeah.
0: (laughs) It's, it's, it's powerful to have that person who will call you out. Yeah. And also push you forward.
1: That's the thing. It's like our, our relationship is, you know, if, if you were on the outside looking in, you're like, God, these guys are just nasty to each other, but, (laughs) but we're very honest with each other and we know that we can be harsh and, Expect the other person to take it the the right way, because it's all con- yeah. it's all constructive. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But anyway, cool. Perfect. That was my answer. Uh, yeah, you you, nice. you get a point though. For sure, you get a
0: point. Yeah. How did your partner spend their summers as a child?
1: Ah, ah. Yes. So, and, what
0: did you? And think? for you, I mean, and this is so hard because we grew up in the same town. So, mm-hmm. I wonder. How different our answers will be mm-hmm. but i said hanging out with friends and mm. jamming out to music mm. doing homemade films with Stuh, mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. youth theater intensives mm-hmm. uh, and camp and camping trips up in the sierra nevadas
1: yeah um so yeah uh you definitely got a point there
0: uh, i put Sweet. i
1: put camping in tahoe uh but oh, okay but then i was kind of looking back of like what is something that i always did even before I met you because then there's mm-hmm. a child and you could pair up teenager with child, if you wanted to, you know what I mean? But it's like, sure. But the one thing that was always constant is everything that you said. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. But the constant thing ever since I was a kid was always camping up in Tahoe and that, in that general area, the Sierra, Sierra, yeah. Sierra mountains and stuff like that, the Sierras. So yeah, you, you, you nailed that. Um, and then as far as my answer for you, I also put camping, and like going to the beach, like Dega Bay and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, of course, you know, uh, I didn't write it down, but yeah, we always filmed and we always ran around, saw movies with each other. Yeah, we just, you know, did whatever we could in good old Cowtown. town. So yeah,
0: yeah. like that, as much as two young kids could do in uh, Vacaville, California. Yeah, yeah. And now for our final question of the how well do you know your partner quiz? Yes. Kel, All you right. have the honor
1: all right. What are your partner's favorite and least favorite aspects of their work? Um, I hope
0: that I nailed this. And, and, I, and just to preface it, like I told Kel to not think of my healthcare <laughs> <yeah>. job <laughs> that I work, but my creative job is being an actor. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. and yeah. So I'm excited to hear what you, what you said.
1: Um, I think the one thing that you like about your acting career is just the thrill of improving your craft like always looking back at your previous work and like how can I be better how can I be better basically staying hungry and that manifesting within your career I think that's one thing that you like about it because you can never walk away from production or anything that you've ever done and be like oh I'm totally cool with that like I know like you know there's had to be something like oh I could have done this better Um, so I think Mm -hmm. that's something that you like about your career as an actor as your work as an actor and as far as dislike is concerned, just the instability of it, I guess.
0: Bam. Yeah. You got, you got it both parts. I'd only just add that, like also just the social aspect of being an actor of like Mm -hmm. working with cast and creative people, like, but the thrill you get, like you don't know each other before this experience. And then like in a matter of weeks, you become so close so fast and you have to have, or, and, be able to create deep relationships, yeah. but absolutely just going through an experience and then being able to reflect and think about what I could have done differently or how I grew mm-hmm. through that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, it's, it's always just interesting to like now I just had an audition actually last night mm-hmm. uh, for a show down here nice. and I was so nervous before going in, mm-hmm. but then I, for that, I took that as a learning moment of like, why am I nervous? Let mm. me sit here and meditate on that for a little bit and find out where it's coming from.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, and then as soon as I was able to go in the room and 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 connect with these people, it, it just felt I felt so open mm-hmm. and stuff. And it, so, yeah, being able to take an opportunity and l- try and learn from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it was a good experience or a negative experience, uh, yeah, yeah. definitely something I love about it. And also, I wrote down inconsistency and the feel of desperation that can sometimes rise to the surface in uh, to the surface in the long stretches of no work or additions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is kind of like where the birth of this podcast kind of came out of, like sure. with you, me, and Daniel. Was like, we all are trying to do something that is creative. Mm-hmm. Let's do something that we can just produce and not have too much overhead to worry about. Mm-hmm. Um, what I said for you uh, now, mm-hmm. I is reading in this, uh, this question as aspects of their work. I mean, your work is right now adapting to Japan yeah. and stuff. So what I said was his favorite part is that he's living in the city and country that he's always dreamed of mm-hmm. and he's there with his soulmate. So the fact that you're able to go and be a part of, mm-hmm. and learn about this culture with someone that you love to kind of lead you through the the whole process and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh I think that's definitely one of your favorite parts. Least favorite part of course would just be the learning curve of the Japanese language and mm-hmm. how he's working hard to overcome that language barrier. Mm.
1: Yes. You you uh it's just a one pointer or a two pointer?
0: Uh oh this is a two pointer. A two pointer. So um, you got two points on uh, your answer.
1: Okay, cool. I want to give you the 2 points, but I uh well, you definitely got the first part right. Like for sure. I mean, I okay, I, I literally put down like uh, like my 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 short answer was like I'm a student right now. I've got nothing to complain about. You know what I mean? Um but <laughs> yeah. it's like but uh you're absolutely right on the first part. The second part uh, I wouldn't necessarily call that a dislike though. You know?
0: Right, because it's 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 exciting. The thing is I I wrote that because it's like it's a wall, but you're going to get over it because yeah. you're going to build the strength to climb over it. Yeah,
1: because the the constant challenge of not necessarily 100% understanding what's going on, being able to converse with people, um, just however, you know, you can clump up that whole entire idea in some kind of sentence that of which I cannot make up right now. Um, like, this, the, yeah, the that challenge is more beneficial than if it wasn't there or present at all. And once again, going back to everything that I've always been saying in the first interview and this interview, it's like the mistakes that you make, even if it's with communicating with somebody, you're going to learn from those mistakes. Like for instance, this is really silly, but I say this to my classmates, it's Not, it's not super silly. So I, I, I took my midterms, uh, it was like three weeks ago and I'm about to take my finals. It's like really, really quick, really fast oh, wow! Uh, but there's this like complicated set of kanji that uh, I completely, uh, I messed up. I mixed it up with another one. And then I told Hmm. myself, it's like, okay, so that's the one for construction, like under construction. And I told myself, like I I made that first mistake. Luckily, it was just a practice test. I made that first mistake and I was like, I'm never going to forget that kanji ever again because I know what it is. And there's no way that I'll ever forget that because I made a mistake.
0: Well, I think kind of just to echo a little bit off of what you were saying. Yeah. I mean, the least favorite aspect of one's work can also be the thing that makes your favorite parts about it mm-hmm. even better like being an yeah. actor in LA the success wouldn't be worth it if you didn't have the moments of no work and the moment if you didn't have moments of doubt like yeah 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 it's that inconsistency in some ways that makes the work when you do book it all that sweeter yeah not being able to speak the language now you're getting mm-hmm. you're gaining so much appreciation for the way the language is constructed and for the culture around you and, and, and it's making you listen absolutely you know it's absolutely. like a, it kind of reminds me of like shakespeare a little bit like you yeah. have to throw yourself into shakespeare you might not understand it at first but mm-hmm. it makes you it trains your ears to listen and then once you can listen you understand and then you'll be able to pick up the language
1: yeah. And that's, it's really, really cool. And I have the, these moments like every single day, like I'll learn a bit of grammar and then I'll be, mm-hmm. I'll be in the train station and the train. I remember like within the first three weeks of going to school, I'd be in the train station and then I'd hear these announcements and I'd be like, Oh, huh. Okay. And then three weeks later, I'm like, Oh my God, I learned a lot. They're talking about this train's coming up next. Like, Whoa, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's really, yeah. it's those aha moments are really rewarding and those challenges are just, it's, it, it's, it's one of the best feelings ever. I'm just happy to be learning again.
0: Amen. I, I think yeah. there's no better way to end this game than there's no better way. There's no better feeling than just learning. Yeah. Absolutely. As, as we ended our, how well do you know your partner quiz? That, woo,
1: I, we did I, it.
0: We did it. We did some it. Things, I mean, some things, some things we
1: nailed, some things we didn't.
0: <laughs> some things we didn't, there are some things that we didn't know. But then there are some things that, like the mint chocolate chip thing. Like yeah. it's a good thing that we got that wrong because now we know. Yeah, yeah, no, no, um, yeah.
1: And I'm not gonna lie, that 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 first question out of the gate with like me disliking my back, like you blew my mind on that one, dude. I was like, man, <laughs> how could Whoa, how, how could I not psychic abilities? How could I not know that Michael likes his feet?
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So we were playing for points. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I've got the points right here. So I'm gonna do. My score first. I have 12 and a half. Okay. So. Calterados. Juni, Juni Tango. (laughs) You got 13, my friend. Woo. Jusan. By that half point that Mm. uh, you've got me by that half point.
1: Oh yeah, baby, that was uh, you were the one that was giving me points. So the only person you can blame is yourself.
0: <laughs> I, I'm sure one of my listeners will probably be like, "You messed up the math on that at some um, point." Actually,
1: like, no, don't, don't actually me right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> let Kel have this victory.
1: Let me, let me have this moment. Just let me, let me win at something. Jeez. <laughs> anyway,
0: well, well that, that
1: was fun. Kel, that was really fun. Kel, thank uh, you so
0: much, though, for for you know. Finally, being able—we we, for the past couple of months we've been trying to figure out a time to yeah. get back again on Hangouts and and play this game. Uh, yeah, because I'm talking to you in the future right now, which is insane. Yeah, um, technically. Yeah, te- technically. <laughs> uh, real quick, do you want to uh, remind our listeners again where they can follow you uh, what on social media?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. So sorry about the lack of continuity with these things, but if you want to follow me on Instagram. Uh, Kai, 707 that's K-E-L-K-A-I-707. Uh, if you want to follow me on Snapchat, I post super random things that sometimes are really entertaining and then sometimes not safe for work. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, but if you are up for the surprise and the not knowing what you're going to get yourself into, hence the word surprise, follow me on Snapchat. It's Mandalorian707, that's M A N. C A L O R I A N seven oh seven. Uh yeah, uh that's really it. I mean
0: Yeah, I I definitely recommend following Kel just because the pictures that you have taken of Japan, like when it was snowing oh, yeah. out there, it was just so beautiful. Thank you. Thank and you. And it's and it's and it's cool because I you're you know, you're my brother, and it's so cool to see these shots of Japan that I don't think I've seen anywhere else. Yeah. Because there's always the usual shots of Tokyo that you'll see, yeah. But I've never seen Tokyo with snow, yeah. And you know, all all of these other things that you're sharing on there, it's great. It's awesome.
1: Absolutely, thank you. Uh, yeah, and then, uh, so Sakura season is coming up soon. There's an actual event. So Hanami. So Hana means flower, and then the verb uh, mimas or miru uh, is literally just to to watch. So you put those things together. It's called to watch flowers. So hanami is uh in the springtime here in Japan, uh, when all the cherry blossoms are blooming. So then everything mm. that you've ever seen of like this beautiful setting with all these cherry blossoms or like someone is ominous and standing under a tree and all these like you know cherry you know petals are falling, you know. Yeah, I'm about to experience that for the first time, uh, probably in the next couple of weeks here. Um, so wow. I will be uh posting photos of that. I have no idea when this episode is going to be going up. But do look
0: forward to photos from there on my Instagram and that sounds incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just so happy for you. I mean, at the end of both of these interviews and stuff, I just am so happy that yeah. you found this new home with someone that you love yeah. and you're thriving. I mean, you're you're learning from the culture and you're weeks, months away from being fully integrated in terms of the language yeah. and stuff. And Thank you. I, I could not be more happy for you
2: for sure.
1: Thank you. And uh, you know, I really appreciate that. That means a lot. And uh, you know, I do for the first time feel like I'm I'm doing something that I've always wanted to do and really improving myself. Uh, and once again, just to the listeners out there, no matter how bad things get, no matter how awful things are, or no matter how good things are, always find it within yourself to learn from your life experiences um because mm-hmm. it may take you a lot longer and don't ever don't ever ever compare yourself to anybody around you because you're living your life not their life and when you get to those moments in your life when you're going to thrive it's going to happen it's going to come just stay hungry learn from your mistakes make mistakes and you live a healthy life and a happy one that
0: that, that is good. a that is a good definition of the hustle
1: yeah that's a hustle baby and if, yeah, you
0: listen, to, to, and if you,
1: if you in Los Angeles right now, babe, we call that the Hollywood hustle.
0: Oh, oh. but Cal, you will always be a member of team hustle here on the podcast. And I'd love to be able to check in with you again in either a few months or maybe on your one year anniversary here on the podcast, Sure, uh, just so listeners can kind of hear about how adaptation or mm-hmm. whatever term you want to call it, how it is really living in this new city in this new environment on the podcast we're always talking about uh strategies to embrace a new city Uh, obviously we talk a lot about los angeles but i think a lot of what we share we share can be used in any city all over the world yeah Um, and 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 it would be just wonderful to just keep on hearing how what you're doing what uh, strategies you're using to yeah love your new home
1: yeah, absolutely. And especially in the next coming coming months here, if anyone is interested in moving to Japan or if you want to teach English in Japan, I'm probably going to know a lot more. At least getting here, I can give you one way to get here, uh, but uh, I might be able to share some advice with some people if that's something that they're interested in
0: um that and that yeah. is key and should they if they're interested in that would they want to reach out to you to see uh yeah how one lives in japan or how the process the, yeah. just the well,
1: paperwork you have and everything just, like, silly questions are like yo like how much does strawberries cost in the grocery store it's like yo they're a little bit expensive right now but you know what i mean but like if like if you follow me if you follow me on my instagram if you want to send me a direct message i'd be more than happy to answer anybody's questions um and then In the near future here, uh, I want to get my YouTube channel up and running, but right now it's not necessarily a priority. Uh, But when I have more time, um, I I do intend of that getting up and having some kind of uh, Japan, foreigner living in Japan related content that can hopefully answer some burning questions or very slight curiosities that one may have. (laughs) so
0: well definitely let us know when you're finally able to get that up and running absolutely uh, and as we'd love like to share it and i'm sorry
1: one more thing i think it'd be really cool if you me and daniel like in the next couple months or so did like a like a group session i think that'd yeah. be really fun i think that'd be kind of cool let,
0: well cause that's always been the dream that we've wanted to do is like do a full team hustle yeah. with you me and daniel yeah um
1: cool so
0: obviously with him and with his kid and stuff well It's just a matter of scheduling. So So
1: Daniel, if you're listening, yo, let's make that happen.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much, brother, for being on the podcast today. Thanks for having Um, me. Again, I love you so much. You man. And, you know, no matter what quiz or anything, I know you're my brother and will always be there for me. So thank you. Blood
1: is thicker than water and you're definitely blood, man. I love you, buddy.
0: Love you too. So signing off here on the podcast, back to you guys in the studio
2: all right and i am back what a great episode so much fun we learned so much from both of them guys thank you so much for that that was just fantastic michael fantastic job with your first solo interview, brother. I mean, you were so good. Everything sounded great. It was, it was fantastic. So thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much for listening to that. We truly appreciate it. Not This, again, going to be a little different since it is Team Hustle. We're not going to add a little, any update, updates or anything. Uh, I will give a small little hustle statement, though, and that is get out there, do the work, put it out there for others to see, and just be happy with what you have. Go be appreciative and blessed and thankful, whatever you want to call it, and, and just take advantage of every day. So, there you go. A short little hustle statement. Uh, if you want to find Kel, like I said, you can find him on Instagram at Kel K E L K I K A I 707. You can check him out there. He's got some great photos from Japan and he's got a photo of the actual engagement happening. You can also follow me and Michael. I am at Daniel Tuttle on all uh, uh, social medias. Michael is at Michael Lutheran on all social medias. You can also follow us at Hollywood Hustle Podcast on Instagram or Hollywood Hustle Podcast on Facebook. You can also find us on Twitter at LA Hustle Cast. And you can also email us at uh, email us at Hollywood Hustle Podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear your thoughts on guests for season three. What things you want to hear about in season three, especially in Team Hustle themed episodes. We want to hear your thoughts on this episode. If you've taken the know your partner challenge, which I think we put up in one of our, uh, episodes on the website, hollywoodhustlepodcast.com, so you can take it yourself. Uh, take it with a friend. We want to hear how it goes, what the res- results are. Uh, we have a few more episodes left over the next few months, and then we are on hiatus through December, and we'll get through, we'll talk more about that as we get closer to our finale episode, the end of the year review, and we'll also talk about a little bit about season three at that time as well. Guys, thank you so much. Next week, I am so excited to present to you this amazing human being. He is the master of bow ties, the master of comedy, and a master of roast. He hosts the fictional roast and the historical roast here in LA. His name is Eddie Firth. Eddie is a stand-up comedian from Stanford, Connecticut. He's also a referee for a wrestling federation here in Los Angeles. He's a great guy. We talk about growing up in Stanford, Connecticut and going a lot to New York. We talk about his entrance into acting. And his, how that led to him doing stand-up How he's evolved as a stand-up comedian What comedians he looks up to And so much more Do not miss this episode next week With Eddie Firth It is fantastic Guys, thank you so much We love you We hope you enjoyed this episode And always, please never stop Keep up that hustle Catch you later